Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. It's now time for Why It Matters. Now, across uh, Singapore, banks have faced several cases of disruptions in the year 2023. And Singaporeans suffered brunt of these downtimes. Both ATMs and mobile paying apps went offline. Yeah, we saw several <laughs> cashless individuals finding themselves unable to pay for things like meals or necessity. And that goes against what our government's agenda is of creating a more seamless and efficient financial transaction. Well, similarly, websites of major public hospitals, polyclinics, healthcare clusters in Singapore could not be accessed for hours as well, if you recall that, due to uh, distributed denial of service or DDoS attack. Yeah, so financial and healthcare sectors rely on third parties for these technological solutions. So when we look at things like generative AI, uh, could that and security come together to fight cybercrime? We're going to find out more right now. On the line with us is Satish Murthy, who is Director of Systems Engineering, ASEAN India for Cohesity. Uh, Satish, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, I'm wonderful. Thank you. Thanks a lot for taking the time. I suppose let's look back at 2023. Your thoughts on the security landscape across the Asia-Pacific that year? Fantastic. So if you look at uh, the security, uh, um, how things are evolving around data security, uh, cyber attacks are being prevalent, right? It's consistently hitting all the organizations. It's only a question of when, right, it will happen, right? So the, the, how, how does, that's one of the top most mind share in most of the C-level executives today in Singapore around the region as well, where how do I look at data security and how can I leverage generative AI, for example, to solve that problem? Right. So can AI solve this kind of problem? Can AI outsmart um, all these uh, attacks? No, see, it's a, it's a two-edged sword, right? So uh, there are bad actors, there are good people in the organization. So the bad actors would also leverage the same AI kind of tools and mm. the good people would use to defend it. So it's mm. a two-way thing. But as we progress as a society towards accepting generative AI and taking advantage of technologies which are way advanced today, I mean, how do you build and safeguard your treasure in the olden days in a castle where you have different levels of security from physical security all the way to different levels of generals over, over, over towards the treasure? Similarly, most organizations have their crown jewel data. And having these physical security, application security, network security, and building more and more levels of security, that's the way you protect and safeguard your crown jewels, which is your very critical data in any organization today. So it's a bit of a mindset shift in terms of how you put that security structure together. Satish, if you don't mind, I'd like to take a look at the bad guy's point of view. AI, do they view it as much, uh, how should I say, a game changer for them? I mean, could could AI and ransomware work together to really disrupt uh, the cybersecurity environment? Is, Is that sort of a possibility real? Yeah, I'll give you a quick journey, right? So most ransomware attacks that happen, which is quite common these days, happens to a very, very simple way where some server was connected to a network or the password was easily available or somebody double-clicked something. Once they creep in, it holds on for a while before it goes what we call it as wave one, wave two, and wave three, right? So it's very similar to the COVID situations we had. So the wave one looks at the primary data, encrypts and asks for money. The wave two, the bad guys went on to even clean up their backups and ask for more money. And the wave three went along with the double extortion, 
right, where they copy a subset of your data, which is your crown jewel, and ask for more money. Hmm. So all of these are very critical to understand for any organization to see that they are very sophisticated. Hmm. Hmm. So once you get to understand how do we leverage the data security tools that are available in the market today, because we have fantastic tools in the market, be it any organization who focuses on Gen AI and data security today, these tools are available in the market to make sure that we build and enhance any organization security today. So how do you convince uh, organizations to build and enhance their security operations? Because all of them would probably think that they're keeping uh, themselves up to date every year. Nah, you're, you're absolutely right. So if you look at some of the largest organizations, whether you look at, you hit a ransomware on the news and look at what is happening today, these are top global organizations that are impacted by ransomware. They have great tools and still really struggle. Why? It is a question of only when, right? When? It's not a question of if anymore. So when you know that this is possibly going to happen, there are two things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. One is prevent ransomware, right? So that's a big bulk of the things that you've got to think. The second, assuming a ransomware comes and hits you, how fast can you recover your organization's back, your data up and running? Right. So this is the Two, two important things to think about, uh, making sure that you have great tools to protect and defend and detect ransomware, extremely important, right? That would possibly say maybe 50, 60% of your thought process. The remaining 40%, assuming the bad guys came in, and I recover and be up and running in the next couple of hours, which is making it even more critical to understand that new technologies are available to help you in that space. It's interesting. I wonder, Satish, I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, a slightly evolve, uh, a slightly deeper question uh, from, from what you guys have been talking about. Should I look at this, if let's say I'm an owner of a company, should I view such protection as something like insurance? This is not something that on paper I can't write down an ROI or justify the amount spent. I just need to be covered. How hard is it to change that mindset? Yeah, that's a super question, right? So you, you put it right. Insurance is a very important term to look at because most governments around the world, if you look at what has happened, a, a consortium last year, about 50 countries said, we discourage payments to ransomware. Yeah. And yeah, that's fine. But attackers will not stop. And cyber insurance is the key in this case. There are organizations who do that particular business. So your point of view where I get an insurance in terms of protection against ransomware, and have a physical, in the, the organization who signs up with the cyber insurance, who gives you that auditing and records. And the third is also having technology that will help you to recover rapidly. Mm. Uh, now, all of these three pieces are very important to build or beef up your technology against ransomware and detect such things. Yeah. Second, making sure you have that paper from the third-party insurance that gives you that in case such thing happens. The third is the ability to have a technology within your organization to rapidly recover your data. So all these makes it extremely important. Okay, overnight, uh, Satish, we had an issue in the U.S. with AT&T's outage pretty much lasting throughout the day. So you're saying that there should be a way for them to... Now, we're we're not sure what caused that that outage, by the way, but there should be a way for them to get the system back up and running within a few hours because it is an essential service. Absolutely, that is true. I haven't, I I just read the news as you, but I haven't gone into the details. But one important thing that we could see as technologists around the region is Gen AI and security is coming together, where the ability to take generative AI, which has that knowledge, which has the ability to look at history, as well as in the future, 
and building that with security and blending these together is something that we see and that means we should be able to have better tools to protect against ransomware and such kind of attacks so am I right to assume, and maybe you could help me out here, where does, where does education on the human come into play? You know, is, is the human probably the biggest gap in, a, in cybersecurity strategy? Absolutely. You're nailing it, right? So you could have the best tools and people can put their password on top of their laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So... so, so so that, that is a very, very important uh, education part, making sure that the operators, the humans who operate on these digital technologies with any organization are understanding what are the complexity. Do not double-click just because you have an email from mm. somebody that mm-hmm. looks attractive. Yeah. And all the way to making sure that how do you safeguard your password? How do you rotate the password? Making sure that encryption is enabled. Making sure that you have those tokens, the multi-factor authentication tokens that protect your laptop as well as your company's data, which is extremely important. Yeah. And uh- then furthermore, making sure that your in terms of technology, do not share such data. Make sure you have replication and things like that. Every important thing um, is available, but we got to train the team. Yeah. Okay. On 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 the password and the OTPs and all that. The problem with a lot of uh, humans and the weakest link probably will be humans is that we forget our password. We change it and we forget again because we have just so many passwords. So many different passwords, so many different accounts. How can we solve this problem? Uh, this is one important thing. I think where you are going to see more of biometric, you see a lot more Gen AI capabilities of uh, identification. Mm-hmm. So this is all going to get together to make sure that um, end customers who are the end users helping an organization to be much more secure. So these biometrics and all these advanced uh, AI, Gen AI features in terms of data security will help in terms of enhancing the overall organization security. Satish, can I pick your brain on your thoughts for cloud transformation, all this hybrid type of working? That, you know, for a while, the conversation was, <laughs> this is creating a bit of a problem as far as security is concerned. Now, cloud is, is a way to go. What we have seen in, for example, uh, in worldwide adoption of cloud, world, there's about 670-odd billion spending in 24 that is expected. This is on the multi-cloud operations. And then you have on-premises as well because organizations who are tied to sovereignty of the data, they still keep it within the country or within that region. Mm-hmm. So you would always have this hybrid cloud options. Now, the important part to understand, cloud is a great story when you safeguard and protect your data on the cloud, but the data is the responsibility of the organization, right? What the cloud vendors call it as shared responsibility, where they give you the technology, you store your data, and you secure your data. So mm-hmm. leveraging that security tools and building that Gen AI is still belonging to the end customer or the end user of that. What is your vision for... Cyber. Oh, let me rephrase that. What is your vision for AI cybersecurity for the next five years? Now, maybe I will list down say five of them. Right. So uh, it is just a trending or prediction you could call that. Number <laughs> one, we would see Gen AI and security joining together. It is the best two forces which will combine together to make sure we protect and secure data centers. Mm-hmm. The second one you alluded to earlier is the journey to the multi-cloud which is going to happen and Mm. it is happening every day Mm. where we would see 
customers reduce their surface area. When you have many surface area points, that means you have chances that the attacks can happen. So you make sure that you reduce your surface area so that you protect your environment in such a way that there is only one door or one window or one ventilator. I'm just giving you a simple example out there. Okay, okay. But in the data context, reduce the attack surface. That's the second one. The third one is what we are, which, which would be of a lot of interest to you, is the primary data is where NAI is currently consumed. But what we are now seeing is both primary and secondary data. Secondary data, I mean, here is the backup and the archive, ah. which would have 10, 20, 30, 40, even 100 years of data. Mm -hmm. So GNAI would be complementary here to look at even the secondary data. So if I, I give an example, if somebody picked a loan from a bank and how was his or her behavior over the last 25 years? Mm -hmm. So this okay. is pretty cool as you look forward on Gen AI between primary and secondary data, because primary only captures the immediate data. You need the last historical records to bring in how you want to move forward. That's number three. Okay. The fourth one is you would see integrated ecosystem that is getting created out of many security and data companies together, which includes security, data management, and AI, because security, you may call that as a team sport, yeah. right? So you combine forces to make things even more tighter in terms of protecting the data. The fifth one would be the bad guys are bad guys. They will still evolve. And we as overall technologists and building these R&D towards leveraging AI, leveraging top security tools, making sure we train, uh, alluding to your earlier point, making sure that we build robust data centers and protect the crown jewel of any organization, which is the data here. So that would be my top five. Will there be a scenario, Satish, where the generative AI gets out of control and becomes the bad guy? There's always, uh, there's always two sides of a coin, but we got to understand that we have to be smarter than the bad guys. For sure, they are going to always try and take control of things where we saw with the pipeline uh, that happened a couple of years in the U.S., where they took control of things, where you could also see certain banks and certain financial institutions are getting impacted. But we got to understand we are here for good on purpose. So zero mm -hmm. trust security is extremely important. Right? How do I build zero yeah. trust? Do not share things. Making sure that we train people, making sure you have advanced security tools, Gen AI, immutability of the data. What I mean is assuming even a bad guy takes control of your account, there's not a single unilateral damage they can create, but have a group of users mm -hmm. who need approval to make any change. Mm -hmm. So again, preventing such impacts. And of course, as I said earlier, having all these are great. Assuming it happens, can you recover back your business in next one, maybe one hour or two hours? Also is an important story here to mm -hmm. talk about. Key questions to ask there. We've been speaking with Santesh Muthi, who is Director of Systems Engineering ASEAN and India for Cohesity. Uh, Santesh, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.